Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Go ahead, though. Drop my intro. Shut the fuck up, Clyde! And now we don't we're we're a little short staffed today. Every, <laughs> no, 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 everybody's here. Except Trey. Right? But 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 Hold on. You know, we don't, you know, Tresor. Shout out to Tresor. Let's go. Right. Let's go. <laughs> you got to play that one back. That was crazy. I love it. I love it. Every time that track comes on, I actually get amped. Uh, for context, everyone. Welcome back. We have, yes, Tresor is missing. He decided to take a last minute trip to London because he thinks he's a UK man. Um, but as Clyde just dropped, Top Boy is here. I'm in the building. Back from season one. Yes. Yeah. How does it feel to know where we were, what, two years ago? Or like a year and a bit ago? It's about to be two Almost years. two years ago to see like how everything has like it feels good. elevated now. Yeah, honestly, no, it feels good. I like seeing the uh, progress, progress has happened. Um, the last time we recorded, where was it? We were in like a house. Yeah, we were in Clyde's room. Hot ass room. It was in a room. <laughs> now we're in... An actual studio space, so it's good to see. It's good to see the progress. Yeah, I like having people on from. I don't know if we've had anyone on from season one in this new studio space no. yet, except for mm. you. I think you're the first one who's been oh, in this new studio space who's been Honored. from season one. Yeah. But I like to see people like, oh, like this is nice. Yes. Like yeah, the man. only thing we're lacking, which you always say, is the amount of food we used to have. Oh, yeah. On the recordings <laughs> in the room. The catering's not in the budget for this oh, studio. So I know we spent it all on these fucking cameras and lights. And shit. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of progress, is. you I feel like you've progressed since the last time. Like, you know, yeah, what we spoke. When do so when did we record that last podcast? That was, was it during the pandemic or before? it was. Yeah. It was about season two premiere, you know? It was like the end yeah. of season one pandemic. I think it was November-ish. Yeah. October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um maybe yeah. even December. Yeah, definitely things have changed. I was explaining before, like uh went fully corporate now, work for Work for Shopify, basically doing the same thing that I was doing as a freelancer. So I'm basically a senior, Which is? I'm a senior producer. 
So um, I basically direct and produce commercials or like testimonial video videos on business owners around the world. That's so, dope. So I get to travel, which is nice. Um, still doing podcast production. So I do that for other people now. And then still doing the fitness shit. So mm -hmm. I'm all over the place. I do too many different things, but well, that's I like good. it. Yeah, I like it. You have to stay busy in some capacity. No, I have to. I, like I want to applaud you in that note, too. Just as, like, you know, someone who does this back-end kind of stuff with, you know, cameras, audio, yeah. and production, sending files and shit. It's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. And there isn't, I, I don't see a, a plethora of black men doing it. So, you know, it's, it's dope to see what you're doing and the progress and everything. So Yeah, like, it, that's a big thing for sure. You know, I think there's a lot of black people in, there are, yeah, not in, in creative. But to, to your point, though, like, you don't really see it that often you know like no, frontward no. facing so it's it's a good thing i'm trying to trying to set an example you know? yeah yeah no that's actually that's actually really dope to see how you've progressed in like the last almost two years yeah since yeah, you've been on and i feel like a lot of people are scared to go from the the freelance to mm. like the corporate because they feel like they're selling out and like freelance you're your own boss yeah, and yeah. you're you have that entrepreneur status and then when you go corporate it's kind of like oh well now you have like a nine to five <laughs> yeah i did yeah, that's what i did i went so i went corporate then i went freelance i did freelance for the last five six years and mm -hmm. then i went back and i was opposed to it i was like i don't want to go back to corporate because i lose my um i lose my autonomy like i want to have control mm. over everything that i do but then I was like, the only way I'll go back to corporate is if I'm doing literally the exact thing that I'm already doing. Mm -hmm. The only difference is now I get like a salary right. and then I get benefits, right? you know, which I don't have to like think about differently. So it, it works out. So far it's been going well. So do you like it better or do you think it's just like different time and it's good for right now or? I like it. I like it better, but I, I think I attribute it to the time that I'm in now. Like I just. I just turned 30 in March. And like, it was just weird. I wanted to say congratulations. Yeah, no. It's like, it was like some, it's some weird shit. Like, I don't, I sh I'm not like, I'm not like one of those people that got weird about turning 30 and be like, oh, my life's fucking over kind mm -hmm. of thing. But as soon as I turned 30, like, different shit started to happen. Right. You know? Good shit? Yeah. I went straight from being freelance right into corporate. I was like, oh, I'm growing up now, apparently. I don't know mm -hmm. what the fuck that means, but it felt it felt like I was changing my whole life path. And then I just basically started shifting my focus into different things, you know? Oh, so good. I'm still, I'm still out here, you know, doing different shit, like being a fool. But at the same time, I was like, okay, well now I'm 30. Let me just actually see where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. What kind of things I want to do differently. Did you, you know? feel like the pressure, like hitting 30? Cause this is like 30. It's that age where it's like, it's that new decade. You're supposed to be like this newer mm. version of an adult like did you feel that pressure because i'm kind of scared of that i mean i saw four years to yeah. 30 but. i didn't i didn't i didn't feel the pressure that way because i'll be honest i feel as if my 30s it's so cliche but i think my 30s are going to be better than my 20s mm -hmm. because they're pretty much the same except you should have more money by then right not even not even necessarily more money saved up because that's the thing i think that's a thing that a lot of people stress about going into their 30s but I think if you're in a position where you're just you're just making more money mm -hmm. and then you have the wherewithal to say, okay, this is how I'm gonna spend it. Whereas in my twenties, I actually was just spending money knowing that I was gonna make it back. Right. And then now I'm I still have that same mentality, but 
I'm just choosing to you know be more mindful with how I'm saving and all this different mm-hmm. type of shit. Especially because things hit differently when you when you do hit thirty. For example, like I'm in a relationship now, and how would I say this? Like <laughs> the idea, straight up, like the idea of starting a family. Mm. I don't see that happening for a few years. Okay, but it's my the seriousness in which I take it is is like there. You know, when I'm younger, it's like, yeah, like I could see myself in a like having kids with you or family, but it hits very differently when you're 30, mm-hmm. especially if your girl is around the same age, depending on what their timeline is, what they want to do. So, can I ask this like making the decision to like go corporate because I feel like there's more security, like yeah. benefits and shit like that? Does that yeah. influence like that as well? Uh, yes, yeah. it, def- okay. it, de- it definitely did, it definitely did for sure, yeah. but that's only because that. the company I work for has like really great benefits mm. you know there's no point like going to a company that just for the benefits if the benefits are shit right you know so the benefits here are like fucking awesome i get to do a lot of different things i still have the ability to do things on the side too okay which is That's great good. you know as long as i just manage my time properly it's all good but mm-hmm. the company went fully remote so we don't go into an office awesome you so know? can you work from anywhere in the world yes or does it have to be like north america or you have no, to be so Technically, technically, you can, uh, you could work from anywhere. The way the way it works, it, this sounds like a recruitment shit for the <laughs> but, like, but, oh but, but like the way it works essentially is they give me, they give you up to ninety days a year where you can just go and work anywhere in the world, and then when you do, they like pay you to do that as well. Oh, yeah. So you get your benefits, and then you get a certain amount of money for you to spend on whatever you want. So I could just instead of going to work somewhere else i could i could like take a trip tomorrow and reimburse myself with that money they gave me you know what i'm saying it's tech companies man tech companies are different they're gonna see a whole bunch of like influx of applications after this yeah. episode goes yeah no no for real that for corporate real. life's so good for yeah real. no it's great yeah. no that's crazy yeah. that's amazing good, that's good really good yeah i'm really proud of you that is good for thank you thank you yeah. um but yeah, I mean, on our end, last week we kind or not last week, whatever, last episode, mm. we kind of like hinted at like a potential um, podcast party because, you know, Soiree. hot girls though got a lot of hot girl friends mm-hmm. and I know people want to be outside and they want to party. So, you know, as in as a part, I wouldn't say we're up and coming. We're like at a good level yeah. now. No, you guys are established. Yeah, yeah I, okay. as an established podcast that we're, still we're has a lot of goals and views we obviously want to have as much revenue as possible we still get money from like brand deals and youtube and all that stuff but we want to have more income because we want to have you know more cameras and lighting and equipment and stuff so we thought okay what's the best way we can like engage with our audience but like still be really true to ourselves and i was like well let's throw a fucking party well i said to do a a live (laughs) show first but yeah, you know, I think you guys should do a live show at some point, though. For at sure. some point, yeah, do the party, but live show. You guys are killing the live show, honestly. Tell her, everyone. Keeps I'm trying to eventually. bully Zoe into this. But. Let's start with the party, mm. and then we'll go to the live show. But anyway, this is the official announcement. We are having our podcast party on June 4th. Um, we're going to drop a flyer when we drop this episode. So if you're in Toronto or the greater Toronto area, pull up. Um, tickets will be $10 and at the door it's going to be 20 Um The capacity is a little bit limited. I think we're at like 140 So pull up, get your tickets. We're going to have a lot of fun prizes and raffles and there's going to be bar and food. So come and support. I know all of our friends listen. No freebies. 
Okay, it's $10. Support black business. Support the pod so we can keep elevating. Literally, it's $10. But yeah, come through. Bring your friends, you know, have a little contest, do a little raffle, win some prizes, dance, turn up, drink. I think it'll be fun. And so those friends will be there. And my friends will be there since everyone loves my friends. Bro, I just remember that clip. (laughs) Letting the chopper sing. Yeah. Yeah. Chisors is going off. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> just here like listening. <laughs> Dying, bro. Anyways, yes, the ladies, some of the ladies, some of them you listed don't even live in Canada, but mm. some of the ladies will be present at the party, plus more. Um, but yeah, I really want to see everyone. Even if you don't know us or you want to yeah. come meet yeah, us, yeah, like yeah. pull up. Like I meet yeah. some people on road who like recognize me, so it'll be nice to see some new faces outside of um, our friends. But yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a really good time. And the flyer will have more information. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited because yeah. I don't I don't go out often and stuff. We yeah. haven't we haven't gone out like all of us, like the three of us, us yeah. Chisori and you. So uh that'll be good. Um even though Chisori's in London right now. Yeah. But he will be there for the party. It's oh. making me realize how traumatized I've been by Toronto nightlife and just mm. not getting into places or like way back in the day where their dress codes were racist as fuck and everything. Right. Yeah. I'm like looking at this like I know for sure I'm getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can come late. I don't give a fuck. You know? That's crazy. No, I know. You know, I do that podcast. Yo, like, and thing is like, for sure. Doubt. And yeah. even like with I might me, wear sunglasses when I come in. I don't facts. know. Yo. And I want to have good music. So we yeah. have some good DJs that have, you know, said they're, getting, they're free that night who can come on the roster. Because like, you know, you go out in Toronto and you hear like sort of the same shit, similar yeah. sets. I want to make sure we have a good music. Yeah. It's good vibes. Like I want it to be like a real good mm. party. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy for you guys. Yeah. Select. Make sure you come though. Yeah. You're free. Yeah. I'm free. Yeah. I'll come through. Yeah. Bring bring your people down. Well. Bring your friends. But yeah. Um. So before we get into like the the bullshit bullshit, uh, today was a little bit of a dark day mm-hmm. because there, uh, Texas had a mass shooting at I believe it was a school. Oh, Element- I know I don't know it was an elementary school or high school, but. I think it was elementary school. Yeah. Um, and as of right now, from last time that I read, unfortunately, 15 lives were taken. It was 14 students and one teacher. Um, and then there were, like, reports of the suspect, like, shooting his grandmother. I don't know how yeah, accurate I saw that reports is. of that. I did yeah. see reports of that as well. It happened today, so I, there's going to yeah. be a lot more details 100%. that come out that are solidified, but where it's kind of like an elephant in the room it's hard not to yeah especially the week before they're also being a mass shooting so yeah i mean like like you mentioned earlier from like when we recorded last episode to now there's been like what two or three mass shootings right there was the buffalo one and now this one so i mean both with double digit casualties yeah that is and it's weird because like a lot like from a canadian perspective obviously because we are canadians and we record out toronto um you know, like obviously shootings happen here and Americans are always like so shocked when they hear like, oh, like Canada has guns because some Americans are like, you know, yeah. they can be ignorant to what Canada is. Um, but obviously we don't see the number of like nothing close to the number of mass shootings that United States has. Yeah. But it's weird, like as a Canadian to just like know how easily accessible like a gun is, whether yeah. it's a rifle or a handgun like in the United States. And I genuinely don't think that anything in regards to mass shootings in the States will get better until gun control is inflicted upon the entire country. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, I don't think we were talking about before the podcast. I don't think America's at a place right now where they could completely get rid of all the guns. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't even know if 
I'm sure there are some people who that's what they want. Right. I don't think that's realistic. What I think is more realistic is them putting things in place to just just limit how easy it is to get a gun. I feel like the barriers to get a gun, to me, they don't seem as if they're that difficult. Right. You know what I mean? I think that, I think that's a big problem there. In some cases, it's easier to get a gun than it is to get your driver's license. Right. Facts. Yeah. Which is weird to me. That, that doesn't make sense when you say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Right? So... They got they got to fix a lot of those issues there, and I, I don't know how they go about doing it, right? Yeah, and it's just unfortunate. I mean, like especially like at school, like, and it's weird that now kids. I mean, when I was in school, we still had trainings for like active shoot, not like training, sorry, yeah, lockdown, lockdown training, yeah, lockdowns for like active yeah. shooters and stuff like that. But I mean, it's like a real reality. Like, yes, we mm. had lockdowns, and but in the back of our heads, we kind of like you know, like this could happen, but. Mm. It's lucky that it won't here in Canada, but it really yeah. could. But, like, that's a real reality, like, in schools in the States where, like, kids really do, like, yeah. be coming to school with, like, active guns and literally killing students. So, I, like I said, I don't see any type of resolution other than gun control, but I also don't see America implicating gun control anytime soon because the NRA yeah. is, like, makes rid- strong, ridiculous yeah. amount of money and they're way too strong donate to big campaigns for exactly yeah. exactly stuff. so that's why i think it's more like I, I think it is gun laws and everything like gun control and everything i think it should be less accessible and the type of weapons like assault mm. rifles and everything right. um should be prohibited <laughs> like I, I i don't know it's tough to yeah. to say exactly how but i do think it there's a need for some sort of cultural reform you know mm. i think the reason is because it's so heavily ingrained. It's their second amendment. The first, yeah, the, right. yeah. like the um, the rules of America, number one is I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Free speech. It makes sense that rule number two is I should be allowed to have a gun too, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is that literally the order? Yeah. It's, yeah it's, rule it's number order. two is I should have a gun. Rule number one, I should get to say whatever the fuck, fuck I, I want. want. I, at one point, rule number 13 was I should get to own people. Yeah. But, you know, like they've right. kind of revoked yeah. some of these. Mm. I mean, right. some change, change shifted around a little. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just, it's such a, it, there's, there's gun magazines, you know, you take mm-hmm. a picture like, oh, with a gun mm. and stuff. You put it as your Facebook profile picture and yeah. stuff. And I think that is kind of... You know, you you propose gun control to people who are gun nuts, and it's right. like, oh, you're not gonna take my like yeah, my guns it. and stuff. It's an emotional issue to them. So yeah, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know. That's what the problem. The like, is. it's yeah, it's, it's the fa- you hit the nail on the head. It's the fact that it's rooted in their fucking constitution. And look, maybe for back then when the constitution was made, it made sense for ev- like for that to be a fucking right and mm-hmm. freedom. And I'm not going to sit here and tell Americans that that shit doesn't make sense for today, but it almost doesn't make sense for today. Like it doesn't like it, it truthfully doesn't like we're not we we're not living in a society where when I leave my house, there's going to be a lion that's going to fucking kill me. Right, you know what right, I mean, right, like that, that's how right, archaic right. it seems to me. But you, then you have some people who are basically saying shit like, well, I should have a gun because we got all these guys out here with guns. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I get it. Just make it harder to get a gun. That's part right. of the problem. Like, yeah. every time some shit happens, they like to revert back to saying, oh, this person had, like, mental health issues or right. whatever. And it's like, no, it was just too easy for them to get it. Because mm-hmm. if I that agree. person did have mental health issues, 
it should be even harder for them to get it. Right. And I think in this case, we're going to see less of that mental health play yeah. because the, the shooter uh, has like some sort of ethnic ties. You know, I don't yeah. know exactly. Yeah. I think his name is like Ram, Ram, Salvador Ramos. So Ram it's, it, they're going to be they're going to be completely ignored. Yeah, we know where it's going to go. Gun control. Yeah. It's immigration, toughen up the borders. Um, Bring back the wall. And like, yeah. what, like what you <laughs> said, you know. The reason that amendment started was so that if your government got crazy got and crazy. tyrannical, yeah. you would have guns to be able to protect yourself. But it's 2022, mm. and those niggas got drones, you know? Like yeah. the government and has- America is, like, one of the most, like, most expensive armies with, mm. like, some yeah. of the most expensive the most weapons. trillions on it. Yeah. I, I do think, though, the devil's advocate point is, like, you know, we see so many, like, you know— Black people in America getting uh, shot by the police yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and a, and a big argument for it is like, you know, so I gotta have a gun to protect myself from the police, even mm. like fuck right. all these other men that are yeah. out here potentially that could that could violate me. You know, I gotta protect myself from the police. So I, I do see it like a very paradoxical catch twenty two situation yeah. for Americans. It's it's easy to speculate, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, you brought up I, sorry, no, no, I'm yeah, done. you brought you brought up something about the like being a black Canadian seeing this stuff. I think it's um I'll never forget basically when my mom and dad were moving from England right they were trying to figure out where they were going to live it's either going to be the states or Canada my mom had gone to high school here before going back to England and she fell in love with the country because she's like oh it's big enough it's easier to raise a big family here mm-hmm. than it is in London as I got older, I'll, I asked my mom, why did we choose Canada over the States when we have more family in the States? Mm-hmm. And she said, this is when I was like 15, she said, uh, I got four black boys. Right. That's literally all she said. She, that's all she said. I literally did not get it because I was so young. I didn't understand it. And then as I got older, my, me and my mom never had another conversation about that again. I just understood it based on shit that I was seeing happen in the States, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, seeing black people get killed or all this gun shit. Like I would be hesitant in all honesty right now in my life. If I was to have a kid, I'd be hesitant making the move to America. Right. Which sounds wild because it's not, it's not like it's happening everywhere, but mm-hmm. it's, it's America. That's what I think of when I think of America. Unfortunately. Yeah. It is. And even when I traveled to the States a lot and I was there, I took a family trip like a month ago and it was weird because we were in the mall Mm. and there were like all these like huge signs that were like firearms permit, like prohibited. And it was like this huge gun with like a line through it. And I was like, isn't that like common sense like mm. you never would you like yeah. walk through like eaton center downtown toronto and see signs that say firearms prohibited in this mall like that's just like don't don't we know that so it's like obviously like firearms have been brought into the mall on many occasions mm. where they had to make those signs and even it was funny because i went to another shop to buy like beauty stuff and um I was at the cash register, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like, it's really quiet here in this city. And there's not much going on. Like, Toronto's so busy. And she's like, oh, well, like, you're in the suburbs. Like, if you go downtown, like, you'll hear the gunshots. And I was like, excuse me? And my whole family's like, what are you talking about? My whole family, like, turned there like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, the gunshots, they they pop off sometimes in the city. And I was like, and then what? (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) we were all hearing gunshots. And now what? Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like. A lot of Americans, they're desensitized yeah, to right. it. And to me, it's like, yo, if I hear a gunshot, I'm like losing my fucking yeah, mind. Like, Whoa, what are we still doing here? Literally. Yeah. 
But it was like, yeah, you hear the gunshots going off sometimes, and it's like, um. Nah, they gotta fix that. That's a, like you said, it's a cultural reset. That's what they need. I don't know how they get it, but they need. That's what they need. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's easy as Canadians as not being bred in that type of environment to be like, just fucking make laws, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so, but uh, you know, uh, condolences to to everybody. Absolutely. Today, yeah. uh, what you know, what happened last week too, uh, which was. A lot more rooted in race mm-hmm. too, you know, which is which is crazy, and I which is even worse. Yeah, so. I mean, not even, it's equally bad, but yeah, tch, a nightmare. But yeah, even like speaking of America, like to lighten things up, I went to DC. Mm. Um, just got back yesterday, literally last night. They delayed our flight, so I got back last night, and I was only there for like the long weekend, you know, mm. a little seventy-two hour trip. And I will say that I th- I've been to like I said, I've been to a lot of states, I've been to a lot of cities. I think that DC is probably the only city that I can probably see myself living a, a good life there's there. a lot of black people in dc a right? lot of black people yeah. yes and it was more diverse than i thought but still a lot of black people mm. and it just felt like very nice and like elevated the city was really clean yeah. at least i was staying like near like capitol hill city was super clean um the people were really nice like out walking their dogs it was hot as shit it was like 36 mm. degrees when i was there oh, on wow. saturday it was hot yeah. um but yeah it was, it was like a really nice vibe like the food was pretty good they have like the whole like brunch thing they have yeah. a lot of nice like good like bars and clubs and like hookah lounges so i think i could see myself living there for sure and even like to live outside of dc like that arlington area like i mm. went to go visit a friend and he lives like arlington um, or like Virginia and like yeah. his area was like fucking beautiful and like the condo building he lived in was like beautiful as well. Yeah. So I was like, I actually like this way. I'm like, I actually wouldn't mind yeah, I, living here at all. You, you just brought up like a memory or something. I remember talking to someone who said something about a bunch of areas like just outside of DC. Yeah. Where it was exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's, it is diverse, but they were like, you can find a lot of black people yeah. in their pockets and it's kind of like their own their own little worlds essentially mm-hmm. it's pretty nice and his building was super cute had like a really really nice like huge lobby people walking their dogs like mm. and i was pet friendly and i was like okay i like wrote down the address i'm like if i ever like move here like this is like yeah. a city where i kind of would feel the most like atlanta i definitely felt the culture shock mm. um new york is like super dirty to me like i don't know if i could it's pretty survive filthy new york. and crazy expensive yeah. Yeah. yeah dc and like the virginia is still a little bit expensive too but I think you get a little bit more bang for your buck out there. Yeah. But it is a really, really nice city. I was impressed. Mm. So I feel like if I ever, I, I've always said I wanted to move in the next couple of years, but I think DC is now like top of my list. Yeah. Like if I were to move to the States, but I mean the, the Americans are still slightly ignorant there. Like I remember we went, we were by the pool. I also don't think that we have an accent, but apparently we do. Yeah. So we're by the pool, right? <laughs> what? It's always in our comments. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't hear the accent. They're from Canada. Um, so we were by the pool just chilling. You know, it was like I said, it was 36 degrees. Our pool was super cute. We had like cabana. We we're just like laying on the bed, whatever, yeah. tanning. And I go to get a drink at the bar. This like security guard comes up to me, super friendly, kind of like a teddy bear type guy, huge tall guy. Oh. He's like, Oh, like, where are you from? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, like, guess. He's guessing all these American cities. He's like, Atlanta? I'm like, No. He's like, Texas? I'm oh. like, No. He's like, Virginia? I'm like, No. He's like, Miami? I'm like, seriously? I'm mm. like, don't, I'm like, why don't you think outside of the States? He's like, outside. Like, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> You're confused. Like, <laughs> like, what? He was like, what do you mean? I was I'm like, I'm like, we're not from the country. He's like, you from England? And I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, I'm like, we're literally like right there. Like, yeah. how are you? How'd you skip over Canada to guess to England? Yeah. He's like, England? And I'm like, no. And he, I was like, Canada. He was like, kiss my ankle. Canada? And kiss I was my ankle. kiss my ankle. Yeah. Canada? And I said, yeah. He goes, y'all got the sun up there? And I said, 
Bro. This man was literally like, there's places outside of America. <laughs> he asked I can't me believe, like, if Canada got sun. <laughs> I was like, it's actually summer literally right like down like what? Eight hours away? Ten hours away from where we are? Yeah, there is the sun there. It's oh, summer my God. in Canada. Literally in this moment, there is sun shining in Canada. It's and even like I had friends who were like, oh damn, so how long was the flight? I was like, an hour and seven minutes. It's not oh, far. Like, yeah. An hour and seven minutes. They were like, what? I was like, an hour and seven minutes. That's how long the flight was. Like, you could be in their city before it takes them to get home due to commuting. Like, Thank tra- you. Traffic. That's how quick it is. That's how quick it is. And to get through, well, Pearson's kind of a nightmare, but to get through, like, customs, it was like that. Mm. Like I said, to Americans, we are literally in a completely different universe. Yeah. Different universe. And I will never understand it because we're literally right there. I don't know. I feel like that's like an inherent part of being like American is just being very tunnel vision to like your shit. Yeah. Like what's going on. And my boy was saying, like, so Americans think like all like the average, like ignorant American would all they know is Canada's above us. They're cold. Mexico's below us. They're hot. And we're in the middle. Like, that's how they've, like, grouped True. North America. True. Canada cold, Mexico hot, hot, we're in the middle. Oh. <laughs> interesting. Not very, surprising, though. Not surprising, they, yes, yeah, but very know, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. how they've broken down geography in North America. Cold, at, hot. <laughs> what is what the fuck are we talking about? Porridge? <laughs> you know, the sea bears? Is that what we're talking about? Hmm, this this one's this too warm. Cold, hot. This one's too hot. Let's just let's just put them together. We get America. I get America. Fuck out of here, bro. What is it? Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goldilocks. Oh yeah. my god. I said Bears. Oh my oh god. god. But that's literally what they think of us. Jesus. But yeah. Um. But I mean, like I said, trip was great. Had a great time. Met mm. a lot of people. Uh, went out this hot ass club. Never been a club that hot in my life. But shout out that party, and it was it was a good trip though. I would go back. I think I'd want to spend like more like a week or two out there, and then I would like contemplate maybe moving there if I wanted to. Yeah, the States. every funny you mentioned, you said the security guard was like a big guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Was he just was he abnormally big? Like, no, 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 no. I don't mean like overweight. Was he just like huge, like big dude? I've seen no, I've seen e- bigger. Because every time I go to the states and I go to a club, these niggas are huge, like. <laughs> Like, I'm not I'm not like a big big guy, but yeah. I'm used to seeing security guards in these clubs that are the size of refrigerators, and, he, you, and you know that they're quick, like <laughs> you know that they're fast. <laughs> I'll never forget. I went to LA and I seen two security guards. They were both Samoan dudes. Yeah. Like, they might have been like Samoan and black, like mm-hmm. mixed. These were the biggest niggas I've ever seen in my life. Really, they were huge, and the guy that they were like overseeing or protecting. Thank you, were protecting. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was in front of them. Oh, so, like, okay. literally, I couldn't see him. Like, yeah. I was standing behind them, and I could not see any. There's, like, a giant shadow. I couldn't see anything past these security guards. Something's in the water in and America, then, for sure. And then when he moved, I just see, like, this, this short dude. Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. What is with these big dudes? Yeah. And what I will say is, so in D.C., which I also learned is apparently women have to pay, which I'm like, maybe this is just wait, me. Wait, 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 so... Listen. I think I did. I miss. <laughs> you mean they have to pay to get in places? Yes, 
And I was like, <laughs> you meant like pay for groceries, me? for your no. rent. I mean, pay to get in the club. And I was like, me? Pay? Yo, let's. But okay, go on. I'm the gonna... thing is, so um, wow. my friend brought us to this club, and it was, my, I went with my girl Cass. So just mm. the two of us. Um, my friend brought us to this club, and he's talking to the bouncer, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And then later he mentions how he paid for us to get in. And I said, paid for who to get in? He goes, oh, I paid for you, your girl, and myself. And I was like, why did you pay for us? Like, we're women. He was like, him and his friend were both like, so? <laughs> I was like, yeah. but like, you know, like, we're like we're pretty women. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we should okay, be able to. Okay, so, yo, let me, <laughs> let me stop you right here. Let's talk about this, okay? What? Go on, go on. Toronto so, women, man. The thing is, I'm like, no, this is Toronto women syndrome. And honestly, it really could like, yo, I have no, Toronto I, women syndrome. Because good. All right, this is to me, on. it's no, like, yo. Spicy topic. Yeah. I like this. Let's worst go. case, if I go, if I really want to go on Toronto, worst case scenario, you know, I walk past the club a few times. Mm. I, I a bouncer. We get to talking. I start a little banter. Okay. I whatever, whatever. He's like, "Oh, you want to come inside? Yeah, for sure. I'll give mm. you a stamp. Okay, here's your mm. comp. Thanks, babe. Inside. Yeah. yeah. In DC, they're like, "Oh, you find a shit. Where's your twenty dollars? Mm. <laughs> What's your Instagram? I need the twenty dollars for the club, though. Like, they do not that's play. Okay, so that's probably for different Toronto city, girl yeah. syndrome. You're calling different it? cities. That's it hilarious. Is. This, is, this is okay. This might be a hot topic. I might get canceled. I don't give a fuck because it's not real. <laughs> but here's the thing: so you're talking about Toronto girl syndrome, right? Mm. I think we just we should just call it pretty girl privilege. Let's just call it that. Okay. Pretty girl privilege is a very real thing, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't like okay. it. Just, it just is what it's the it's the way fucking the world right. nature law works. It is mm. what it is. Pretty people, whether you're men or women, sometimes just get like different privileges than other people. Yeah. Right? So. Hearing that shit happen in the state, specifically DC, that's wild to me. Right? Because usually most places I think of, if you're trying to run a club or anything, you want pretty girls in there. So I think those niggas just really about their money, which is crazy, <laughs> which is like actually super wild to think about. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, do you think, do you, why do you call it Toronto Girl Syndrome though? Do you think, because I think after traveling, okay, when I went to London and then Italy, Last summer, right? I went to peak COVID, but everything out there was just basically normal. Mm -hmm. Me and my boy are like traveling around. And not to say that there aren't, I think there are pretty women everywhere. I think there are very pretty women in, uh, in London, especially because I think it's a more diverse Toronto. Okay. That being said, I think the prettiest women I've seen are in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I'm not even saying that because I live here. Like when I travel places, I'm like, oh, the Best looking women are in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Black girls, Spanish girls, white, like everyone. I think the best looking girls are here. I think maybe it's because of the diversity. Mm -hmm. I think it's because, I don't know, the way we all interact with each other. I don't know what it is. I think, well, especially you get a lot of uh, Caribbean and African di diaspora that come here. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that it's the, I think it's different. Like when I think of Jamaicans leaving Jamaica, I either see them going to, England, mm -hmm. or I see them coming to Toronto. Mm -hmm. I know they're in Jamaica, but I don't think of it the same way. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I think of the women, I just attribute it to them all being here. Mm -hmm. But like when I go to other places, I'm like, okay, I know that pretty girl privilege is the same thing, but to hear that you're getting charged when you go to somewhere like <laughs> DC doesn't make, I, it's not registering in my head. I need, I need explanations as I to mean, why. And maybe it's because we don't know anybody and we were, you know, basically tourists and my boy, maybe just like, yo, just, yeah. I don't fuck it. Just pay for them. I don't care. But 
to me it's like and i call it toronto girl syndrome because like all my friends will not they they refuse to pay for the club like they will not do it and i'm one of them i'm not paying for the club you want to know why because my presence is going to help you make money because (laughs) i'm going to go into the club and my short dress or my tight pants with my cleavage out and this nigga's gonna buy me a drink and this nigga's gonna buy me a drink and this Mm. nigga's gonna pop a bottle to impress us and this nigga's gonna pop a bottle to impress us and this nigga's gonna buy whatever you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like that's how toronto women see it for sure and i Mm. definitely agree you bring in 30 pretty women in the club, men are going to buy they're drinks go and club. buy bottles. Yeah, Especially yeah. the guys who want to, like, you know, puff up their chests in the club. Mm. They're going to want to buy bottles and whatever, whatever. Some Toronto guys are cheap, but, you know, at the end of the day, mm. the ones in the club will definitely want to do it. Yeah. But what I will say is, even friends who I have, and they'll be like, or say friends I have in the States, like, oh, how much is the club? And my girls from Toronto will be like, how much is the what? Mm. How much is it to get in? We don't pay to get in. I don't pay to get in nowhere for what? So are you suggesting then here? <laughs> Play that Xbox music. So, <laughs> so Zoe, are you suggesting here that Toronto women need to humble themselves? No, that's when not they what go I'm su- overseas. That's Ooh. not what I'm suggesting. Because I was not, Ooh. I was not, I was not gonna humble myself. I was like, bro, I just don't the understand. Like to me, oh, did the light flip? Yeah, there it is. We get, we get, we get. I just didn't understand the, like, the concept mm. of paying twenty dollars for me to get in this club. Like, I was like, that's not twenty USD. Too. I don't even, I don't even know how to pr- process what you're saying. Like, not even because, <laughs> like, my, my my brain is actually breaking on camera right now. Stop. I'm trying to process this because I think the reason I'm having a hard time processing it is because I think in that moment. I identified with you so hard because it's the first time I'm seeing you realize what it's like to be a nigga. <laughs> Yo, let's go. <laughs> like in that in that moment, I feel like we we connected so like just on a on a gender level. I was like, oh, like oh, she is this reverse feminism? Yeah, it's because <laughs> she's like pay for the club. We talking about nigga. I'm, I'm looking at Chris like. That's, that's normal. What, is, what, is, what is she saying? Like, when you said pay, I didn't know what you were referring yeah, I was, to. Yeah, I know. Like, you both like groceries, right? I was like, where's, I'm like, where's the issue? Like, where, 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 where she, I was like, oh, that's right. That's a pretty woman. Like, I forgot. Like, that's I forgot. That's what parallel. I forgot. That's what she meant. Like, yeah, pretty girl privilege is a real thing. It really is. Listen, let me let me pitch a scenario then for you, Zoe. Okay. Let's say we have this party. You know. Yeah. Mm. We have a few extra spots. Capacity hasn't been reached yet. Okay. I'm outside, you know, I got my sunglasses on, I'm looking good and, and, and whatnot, you know. See some shorties, they clearly are not coming to the event, but we have room. Okay. And uh, like you announced at the beginning of the podcast, at the door it's 20 and it's $10 tickets. Do I mm. then need to pay for these, uh, these, these lovely Toronto women to, you know, because you... What did you say? Their presence will... Uh, Generate make, money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Am I paying for these women? Like, what, what, you know? <laughs> In regards to our party, we make money from the dough. <laughs> so, so, so they're going to have to pay if they come to our party, too. Yeah. Or I'm covering that. Yeah. I would. I'm, I'm a gentleman. I would, so. Yeah. Okay. I see it from that perspective. <laughs> so it's different <laughs> at our party. <laughs> Bro. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, we're not club owners. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. If we were club owners and we're making money from the bar and all, so I'd be like, yeah, bring them in. You know what I mean? They're bad. I'll probably, they'll probably fetch a couple guys to buy a couple shots, but we're not making money from the we're bar. We're trying to profit, though. Mm. But we're trying to make money from the dough. So <laughs> they got at least paid ten dollars. What if I oh, really man. especially feel like their presence will will generate more income than how I, are they buying raffle tickets? The presence will enrich your life. <laughs> That's what yeah, we're trying to know, say. Like, no, no, enrich your life. Are they buying raffle tickets? The presence wow. of Toronto women, man, is crazy. It really, it's Toronto women for sure. Because when I was like, I was like, pay. You don't pay. think girls in Miami feel the same way? Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, but are, and also Miami, I don't pay. Yeah. So I don't know what DC's are. Yeah, Miami, I, I don't pay. DC, I, it that, has to be because Miami, be I don't pay. I heard Vegas is like free for all for if you, as long as you yeah. got heels on, you get in club for free in Vegas. <laughs> so you got two legs. <laughs> yeah, you, you got two legs and some four inch heels on. You get into club for free in Vegas and Atlanta. I didn't pay for shit. I said I didn't pay for shit either in Atlanta. Yeah. I was getting there for free. So it had to be a DC thing. Maybe just like I said, maybe it was like a, they knew we were tourists or my boy mm. didn't care to argue and it was yeah. late and he was like, "Yo, just take this twenty. But I was like, oh. "Nigga, what? Hey." hey. Hey, I think that's also as, as smart as I am to understand why it happens. Right. I think what I'll never <laughs> the other part where my brain breaks is <laughs> is because as a man, I know that I will unless I'm crazy like elite. Yeah. And whatever it is that I'm doing, I just assume I'm always paying. I That's just, fair. I just assume that, like, I will assume till I get to the door, unless I know someone, whatever, I'm always paying. Mm-hmm. So when I hear you go, what do you mean pay? <laughs> I know exactly where it comes from, and I'm not mad at it whatsoever. It's just... I can't relate to that feeling in particular. Yeah. You the know? nigga experience is like you walk in without getting without paying and you go, oh shit, I didn't have to pay. Like, yeah. Yeah, like you're yeah. shocked that you don't have to pay. So even going to places like Miami or... Um, Vegas and uh, some parts of LA as a guy you're not getting in anywhere unless you're unless you know someone or you're rolling with like a four to one girl ratio okay depending on the club like if you're, right. if you're talking about live you're fuck you go home like you're not getting in unless you're rolling up with a bunch <laughs> yeah, of girls yeah. if you're just on your ones you're not getting in unless you know someone and you're with a bunch of women yeah right but that's just it's the nature That's of the like how the, how the club culture works, and mm-hmm. it, it makes sense from a business perspective. So I'm not mad at it. It's just um, it's interesting to see. You know, it is interesting to see. I'm very I'm very shocked. BC fix up. That's crazy, right? That's actually crazy. Like, maybe it was just me. My girls, my girl, we don't pay. I'm like, maybe it was just me. I don't know, but I mean, I, I then, at the end of the day, I didn't pay. That's why my boy did. I'm, but. I'm sorry, I'm still on this, but that's wild because like <laughs> a pretty a pretty girl in Toronto is like you gotta add like. I don't know, like a plus two to that score in other cities. Ooh. That's why I actually think. I think. I think. Ooh. I think Toronto has some of the prettiest women in the world. So it's like you gotta. Act. So I'm shocked. I don't know what's going on with DC. So like maybe sh- that nigga was blind at the door. I don't know what was going Honestly, on. I didn't even talk to him. I was just yeah. standing on the other side. My boy was like, "Yo, come!" And then yeah. after he's like, "Yo, this guy paid." I was like, "Paid." Mm. That's what happened. That's literally what happened. Tabo, you're saying that like a, a Toronto eight is a DC twelve. Probably, yeah. Damn, they're gonna yeah. eat you up for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he said, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> the internet's not a real place. Don't give a fuck. Come after me. <laughs> Yo, speaking of American women, mm. Mr. LeBron James Jr. Yes. Ah. Bronny. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Mr. LeBron James Jr. <laughs> Mr. LBJJ. <laughs> LBJJ. <laughs> That's funny. You know, mm. this happened a few days ago. Yeah. 
where uh, they dropped uh, his prom picture. Mm. He was dating. I don't know if he's dating. I was going to say not, I was going to ask, like, do we know that he's dating? We him? don't know. They could be best friends. Yeah, we don't know They anything, could be childhood right? friends. We don't know anything, mm. right? But of course, as soon as they post the billionaire's son, LBJJ, posted up to prom with a blonde, white child, because he's probably like 17. Yeah. Uh, and the internet went wild. There, I yeah. I didn't open up the quote tweets because I said all I said was I know what's going on. Yeah, I know. I you know, know yeah. what's yeah. going on you because you have LeBron James' son, mm. up and coming NBA probably star, mm. uh, at seventeen taking this young white girl to prom. Yeah, black Twitter's going crazy, especially black women going crazy, yeah. right? Like I said, we don't know if this is his friend. We don't know if they're yeah. dating, whatever. Just the fact that he took this white girl to prom, yeah. people were losing it. Now, I have close friends on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. And I use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotten the so nose a little bit if better. If you're on my Twitter close friends. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to be the mom that's going to be like, don't bring no white girls home. Mm. But a part of me, like, feels like I have that inkling that's going to tell my son, don't bring no white girls home. Now, yeah, okay. I I don't think I would actually verbalize that to my son in all honesty, but I have seen multiple situations even in my family where men date outside their race yeah. and the women outside the race are like what? Like Yeah, I I was okay. So and I'll let, I'll let you go. I was Yeah, that. and yeah. like and I also have uh, one of my friends who is, yeah, she's white. Um, it's very clear have the question mm. that she's white. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, we're like acquaintances, I would say. Mm. She's really cool. I talk to mm. her, you know, sometimes, whatever, on social media, whatever. She was like, she DM'd me and she was like, you know, like, she's all my close friends too. And she saw my tweet and she was like, and she date or her um, partner's black. Yeah. And she was like, you know, when I was dating this black guy before, um, his mom was like super like, like against him dating mm. white women, she was like, "Yo, like I would rather like you be gay than date a white woman," which I think is mm. like the rudest thing to ever say to both gay <laughs> yeah. people and white women. Yeah. Like that's yeah, really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. But I was like, I would never be that mom. Mm. But I definitely say that I would be very like my radar would be like on ten. You know what I mean? Just mm. like because I just feel like there's like that one wrong thing, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is a hashtag mixed babies. Yeah, and I've seen that happen where it's like white women that I know who are dating or have kids with black men. I know they do the hashtag mixed babies, mm. hashtag Very curly cringe. hair, yeah. and I'll be damned if my future son, baby mother mm. or wife, hashtag mixed babies on my grandchild's picture. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think there's so many fucking layers to this. There's <laughs> so many, so and it's, it's yeah, like. As someone that's like been in interracial relationships before. Oh yeah, I we think, had you on. Yeah, I said you're about this. Oh, You've been down this path before. That's actually, we've been, we've, so we're, this is news to not nah, nah, I'm not new to this rodeo. Um, so we're here, right? Like I said, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Um, so I was just talking to my girl about this the other day, right? And I think, I think. Part of the problem with people who are in interracial relationships, because when you're in an interracial relationship, there's no matter what you do, there's always going to be people that have like oh absolutely comments, right? It is what it is. People have comments about anyone in relationships, which mm. is kind of heightened when you're in an interracial one. I just think though, when you are even like thinking of dating someone who is outside your race, I'm just going to speak from the context of a black person, 
right? You probably should do an insane amount of due diligence. And I say insane, but it's like, I feel like a lot of niggas don't do any due diligence. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's, it's okay to just date, date someone that you know that you love or like, and they make you feel good and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But there's actually an importance you have to put on that relationship with things like, can I, it, is this girl actually with the shits? Like, can she mm-hmm. have these conversations? Because if you, if you date someone that's outside of your race and you, for example, we see some shit happen in the States, right? Black people getting killed. If that's a conversation you cannot have with your girl who's of a different race, you shouldn't be dating her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, that's just my opinion because at some point, if things were to get even more serious and you guys um, meet each other's families, you're going to have kids in the future, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so many other layers of things that will become attached. Now you have mixed kids and they got to deal with different things, mm-hmm. right, from both black and white people. You need to be able to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. The hot take with the Bronny thing for me was I already knew as soon as I saw the photo, we don't even know if it was, you know, it's exactly. actually prom date, whatever. Let's just assume it was, right? To your point where you're like, I'm not going to be that mother that's like, don't bring mm-hmm. a white girl home. I think there's a thing with a lot of us, myself included, where, <laughs> how do I say this? <laughs> the white girl that he was with looked very white. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's yeah. Be, yeah. Let's, let's it, so it'd be, and I don't know where, I think this is like a, like an unconscious bias thing, right? Mm-hmm. Something I need to unpack myself. And I think a lot of black people or anyone who's dating interracial needs to unpack, but I don't think, I'm sure people would say the same thing if he was dating a white girl that, didn't have blonde hair. Maybe she was like Italian or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Not to say darker that features. darker features, darker hair. Not yeah. to say that it would take away from anything, but there's just something about seeing like a bleach blonde. I think that there's a component of that too because yeah. I also looked at it and I'm like, we know Bronnie goes to a fucking private school, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it's just bare white people. The mm-hmm. only niggas that go to that school are the ones that play on the ball team. Yeah. That's how most AAU teams are. Mm-hmm. So That's all he knows. I'm not shocked that he would see and only, if he was dating her or even if he just took it to prom, I'm not surprised that that would happen, mm-hmm. right? That being said, I even still looked at it and I'm like, bro, you... I was like, that's the whitest girl. Like, bleach blonde hair. Like, come on. Like, you yeah. know, this is optics. Yeah. Read the yeah. room. It's just, it's just oh yeah. My so are you saying it's that? Like, it's kind of a it's, read the room situation? It is, it is optics. Like, yeah. that's what it is. And at the end of the day, like, we don't know what their situation yeah, we really is. Don't. We really don't. We're all speculating, which, you know, I, you can argue is not fair at all. Yeah. But I do believe there's an optics thing. So when I made the tweet about on my close friends, I'm like, I don't want people coming at me for whatever about me, like, or thinking that I'm going to be or me like I might be that mom that says, yo, don't bring no white girls home. But I'm going to try to not be that mom that does that. Um, One of my boys was like, my one of my boys is like, yo, it must be disheartening to see your son bring home someone who looks left or like has nothing that like resembles you. Right. Because you think that like not saying that sons should like date their mothers or people who look like mm. their mothers but like you know like 
people say that like girls first fall in love with their fathers and they they, they yeah. fall for men who have character traits, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Yeah. They kind of go for men who have the same traits as their dad does. So they're like, yo, it must feel weird to like have your son pick a woman who's like completely the opposite of you. Mm. I didn't even see it in that way. I've never thought of that. But yet. then I yeah. saw Savannah's post. <laughs> with Savannah. Zuri, Savannah oh, yeah, James, yeah, yeah. and she—I don't know if she meant to be shady. Did you see the post that she no. made? Okay, I'm gonna uh, find it. Yeah, but I yeah, don't know yeah. if she meant to be. Sh- when I saw that post, I said, "Damn!" Like, so I wonder if black mothers do kind of. Th- I think she was joking. Yeah, but it was very timely on how she posted it. But I'm like, wow, do black mothers kind of think that, or do some black mothers think that yeah. way? Where it's like when your son brings home a white woman, like, oh damn, like, yeah, he brought home a girl who's completely opposite of me. Yeah. This was the the Zuri photo that Savannah James posted. Like the photo of her, like Very, just, let me look see. at her. She looks so under, like she looks pissed. And in the caption, she literally says, "Zuri is processing all of this too." Hash or brackets last slide, and it's Zuri looking like sick. Like my brother really brought this. Yeah, so it reminds <laughs> me of Get Out. The picture, like when I, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like when I see that, I'm. That's a, I think that's 100% shady. You think it is, right? Yeah, I and, think it is too. And, and, like, and, the, and, the, and the only reason why I think it's shady is because these people are too smart to not know how things are going to look. Yeah, yeah you know? for sure. So, uh, I, think there, I think there will always be a component of uh, the whole complete opposite thing. Mm-hmm. It's just an interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it goes by a case-by-case basis, but I do think all... I don't even want to just limit it to black women. I think it's like black people as a whole, we would want to see our children be with other black people mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons. Right. But I think it va- it varies as you go along, right? And it's different because I don't know if I said on the last podcast, but my mom, so I, I pretty much dated everyone, but my mom was, from a young age, she told me some real shit. She was like, uh, my dad was very much like on some shit, like only date black women, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. But I always found that his reasonings for it were just just so that you know you you stay within the culture kind of thing yeah okay but there was no talk of like make sure you know she actually likes you Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. right and my mom was very similar but she basically said at the end of the day i don't care who you date as long as they respect you she didn't say Mm -hmm. love and I asked her years mm-hmm. later why, and she said because she said anyone like anyone can love anyone. Mm-hmm. She's like if they actually don't respect you, you're gonna see like how badly they'll treat you, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, okay, and that kind of informed how my dating went as things went on. But um, I definitely do think there is a bit of what you said in there, and I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, I just think you got to be careful and like where the language goes, Absolutely. right? Because you. I'm all like I'm all for actually the culture staying together, like, like people doing what they need to do. If they find love within the culture, I'm absolutely for it. Where I think it becomes a problem is when, for example, men will preach those things and then they'll like simultaneously do weird, disrespectful shit. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make yeah. sense. It, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where right, my brain right, does, right. it doesn't make sense to me. Right. You know, it's like I I'm with a black woman, but low key I treat her like shit. It's mm-hmm. like no, nah, bro, you got, you got to be hundred all the way. Right. You know, so. 
did I know that Bronny was gonna get flamed though when I saw that shit? Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Come on, bro. Like he, it's he the sh- internet. He should announce that he's committing to an HBCU to to come. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he has to do. Because like yeah. to me, I I imagine this whole family fight that they're you know they're in the they're and in the, the kitchen. And the fact that and he's gonna like, be an athlete, yeah. it's gonna go into the whole you know black athletes dating like, outside yeah. their race. Mm. Um, one thing that like made me think of like what you're saying, the whole keep it in the culture sort yeah. of notion of it. I watched this comedy stand-up special for uh, this comedian I really like. His name is Gerard Carmichael. Yeah. In exactly. the uh, in the special, he it's recent it's on HBO. He comes out as gay, right? Okay. Uh, during like you know makes it a part of the act and everything, and he's explaining. Uh, you know, he's talking about a whole bunch of shit, and he's saying how his boyfriend's white. And that that's okay, and you can't say any shit to him because they're not going to make any more kids. And the main reason why... <laughs> oh, wow. wow. And there's, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things that are in that, like, you know, yeah. from com- certain communities that I can't really speak to either, yeah. you know? But um, I thought that was, like, just an interesting perspective is, like, that whole black love and black relationships, is is it really uh, in the culture type thing, or is it just procreation, like, yeah. you want more black people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I... Once again, like when I said earlier, you have to do your due diligence. The moment you start feeling anything, you have to know if this person's with the shits, mm-hmm. right? Because there's no way I'm taking you around my family if I know that you can't even handle your own. Like if you're if you're not with the shits, yeah. but the whole procreation thing, I don't know. Like I I have like vivid memories of. 2015 2016 going out downtown toronto and literally seeing i don't know if it was around the time when the kardashians started dating like black men Mm -hmm. but like i remember literally being in clubs and just looking around and seeing like white girls openly fetishizing black men it was Mm -hmm. like and i didn't i didn't i was like is that the connection because all of a sudden it became it was always popular to date black men but i was like once it became mainstream through them, I was like, I was really seeing it. Yeah. And then what would fuck with me is seeing certain black men, like not clock it. Mm. That's they where they clock it. They know. No, I w- I think they know. No, it's I, either they clock it and they're they, like they don't it. give a fuck. Yeah. Or they're just completely oblivious. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's, it's like one of the two. I I don't know which one's worse. Yeah. I think maybe yeah. to your point, I think the one where they, they know. know and they fucking they don't yeah, care. I think that worse. I think that's worse. Yeah. But regardless, like, if you clock it and you're just like, whatever, or you don't know, I'm like, that's a fucking problem, bro. Because yeah. it's going to get you, like, you're going you're gonna to find out in the worst way possible why this shit right. can go super sour. And you know what I've noticed recently? And I didn't, I just thought to myself, like, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I used to have, like, a lot of non-black friends mm. who used to date, black, like, around the same time, like, 2015, yeah. used to date all these black guys. All they dated was black guys. And then, like, now, like, I don't really friends with them anymore, but, I'm like, I have them on social media. Now they're dating, like, guys in their race. Mm. Like, Asian girls are dating Asian guys now, and the white girls are dating white guys now. And I'm like, so was that just, like, a phase for y'all? And then y'all yeah. realize, hmm, I don't really want to, like, date black guys anymore, so you guys are going back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the yeah. Kardashians. Kim Kardashian spent, like, 90% of her adult yeah. life dating black men. Now she's like... Oh well, actually, now I'm gonna date this like white yeah, looking rock no, star. Dip your toe in it's the water. No, yeah, it's no, it's no, it's, it's not lost on me that all of a sudden all the Kardashians are dating white men. Right. Who's a, who? And is any of them with a black man? I don't think Kylie and Travis aren't together. I don't know. I don't really, know. Really, right? Like I don't know their whole situation, but none of them are with. I don't think Chloe. Like no one is. 
but there was a time period where all of them were. Mm-hmm. They all switched up how they looked. Like everything was like very apparent to me. Right. And I was just like, okay, let's let's wait for the rebrand. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. deeper than that though too, because I feel like they're like almost reducing the cosmetic procedures they've had. You know, like there's people. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's analyzing yeah. Kylie's face. Her lips aren't as yeah. big. Kim's bum isn't as big and mm-hmm. shit like that. So it's like it's like a fad type thing. You yeah. know, it's and it's ugly. It's, it's fucked nice. up. Yeah. It's super fucked up. And now when I see some of these girls who I used to be friends with who used to, oh, I love black. I used to only date black guys, and now it's kind of like. So like what happened? Like what happened? And not to say like you know maybe they all just found yeah. love within the race, but to me it's like there was like a pattern of like there were certain girls who were non-black who only dated black guys around that time, and now all of a sudden they're all like back to men within their own race. Yeah, I just there's I, at least yeah. like five or seven of them that I noticed, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, I, interesting. I, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it makes me fucked up from noticing that type of shit, but yeah. I'm always clock. I'm just always watching to see. How people like switch up, or do they stay the same? Do they act different mm. when you date certain people? You yeah, know what I mean, because you'll see. I don't know the, the whole thing with black people, like dating black people from other races' perspectives. It's just so interesting because black men are like the most. I don't even know how I put it. Like, I don't. Know, I don't want to say most sought after. Yeah, I thought so. Mm. But 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 essentially. Black men were the most I think like, the most fetishized. We're the most fetishized because we're the most taboo, you know, mm. like outside of our race. Because growing up, from what I would see in the media, especially, you have white girls growing up their entire lives being told by a lot of their parents, like, don't don't bring this nigga home, like mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So for them, you know how it is, you get told not to do something and mm-hmm. you want to do it. Like they're growing up their entire lives. A lot of people outside of the black race are looking at black men like this, like this elusive thing. And then Black women are getting treated like object, like just getting objectified in mm-hmm. like a weird way, and it only happens to like certain races. Right? Yeah, like there's there's names for dating black people, and I think the only other race that has it is like Asian people. Asian women are mm. very fetish. Asian women, it's yeah. like you get it's either jungle fever or yellow fever. Fuck, and I don't know any other one. For and, any other and then what's crazy about that is the lead. This is you know dating app data will uh, prove this, that the lowest oh, yeah, we sought this after, yeah. you know, <laughs> demographics are black women and Asian men. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah, I know. I remember one time, like, before we, like, move on to the next topic, this was, like, maybe, like, two years ago when, like, TikTok, like, first started yeah. out. And you remember that challenge where, like, the boys would pull, it was that... That Justin Drew, like, I want to fight. I want to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was this like yeah, trend fine. where like boys would post like their crushes and yeah. it'd be like, mm. and my little cousin did one. Not one black girl yeah. was post. It was like these like random like Instagram like yeah. Latino white mm. Asian. And I told him I said not one. Yeah, black woman you could have thought. And t- I don't know if he like he was like damn like I don't know if I, I made him feel bad. I didn't mm. feel, but I'm just like not you don't find like one mm. black yeah. woman attractive that you could have added to that little TikTok. To my family, like, look at this shit. Not one. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Yeah, not one. That's unfortunate. That's really important, right? Yeah. And a lot of like the like, I'm pretty sure like Bronny did one. Mm. Some other like athlete son did one, and there was all. I think it was like Dwayne Wade's son did it as well. And Gabrielle Union yeah. was like, yeah, she had to talk with them. Like, okay, like what is mm. what what is the disconnect here? Like, yeah. why do you not find any black woman attractive? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a dark. Dark, dark space, but dark. also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, no, because we're talking about like 
color is shit. <laughs> it's a dark space. It's a dark, dark space. space. Dark space. But even thinking of um, like pro blackness and all that, Kendrick Lamar dropped. Yeah. Um, I did. Oh, Kendrick is so pro black. Yeah. But I didn't listen to the whole album yet. But everyone's talking about that one song, like we cry together. Yeah, we cry together. I listened to it, yeah. and I was so stressed out the entire time. because I, I think was it like, did his job. I think it was supposed to stress you the fuck out. Oh, for I was like sure. vibing with the album, and I was like, yo. If Malcolm and Marie was a song, you know? Pretty much. Know. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember someone tweeted, they were like, if you haven't had this argument, then you like, you know, like, or the thing, every man has had this argument with his girl. And in my head, I was like, yo, I have never had, yeah. and I've had one toxic <laughs> argument in my life. One, and it was it was pretty bad, but not yeah. that bad in the song, but it was pretty bad. But since that day, I'm like, yo, I will never, ever, mm. ever do that shit ever again. I think. And I, from that yeah. day, him, me and that guy were done. Like, it done, was like, finished. yo, that's the last time I saw you. We were done from that moment. Do not hit my line. Because, like, you really yelled in my face in the middle of the street. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's, so that's I think, uh, I, don't, I definitely don't believe that most men have had that conversation with their women. Right. I think... For sure, most men have had that conversation with their their women in their head. <laughs> in their head, probably like maybe not aspect. Like, and even then, I'm I'm afraid to call my girl a bitch in my own head. Yeah. Are you crazy? Like, I'm not doing that. That's yeah. nuts. But I mean, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Niggas are thinking in their head. Oh, I'm gonna put the keys on top of the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Like, he says in the song. I don't know. Like, when, what, did he, what did he say in the song? He's like, he says some crazy. I'm shit. tired of you, unstable ass, emotional Bit- ass yes, bitches. Bitch, yeah. I was like, yo, damn. I was like, okay. He does that all over the album. Like he does a song about tra- the, the trans community. He says like the f word like over oh, yeah. and over does again. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I have to yeah. listen to the whole album yeah. then. Because what? Yeah. 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 yeah because yeah, the whole the whole album like in the context of like. Because um, I listen to it front to back a bunch of times, but in the context of Kendrick albums, mm-hmm. it's kind of like his. Um, he's unpacking. He's being yeah. Vulnerable. It'd be like his four four four. Okay, okay. Where, where, okay. Whereas he's like realizing like a lot of his own bullshit, how he contributed to like a lot of violence and all the stuff mm. through his music, and he's taught he's talking about like his one of his own family members. How I think one of them came out or one of them transitioned. And he's like, when we were younger, like we were using the F word and like mm. we didn't like we really didn't know any better kind of thing. And he, right. just, he was just like saying it because he's like, that's how we would say it kind of situation. Yeah. So the album is like him, like unpacking a lot of shit. Yeah. Know? I mean, when it comes to toxic, like I said, toxic yeah. arguments, that's one thing like from that day, that situation that I had, I knew that any man that I end up with cannot be a hothead. Yeah. Like it is. Yeah, no. You couldn't date. Hothead. Hell no, because I'm also a hothead. hothead yeah. 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 So how are we going to work? Mm. We are going to end up in jail yeah. together. Yeah, so d- it's fucked. Yeah. And the thing is, my mom's a hothead. Like, my mm. mom, like, she flies off the handle like that. Like, yeah. she's a hothead. But my dad was super calm, mm. collective. Yeah. I'm not raising my voice. Mm. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. We can have a conversation when you calm down. I have to have a man like that. Or I, mm. it's, it's going to be detrimental. That's fair. But That's I think fair. a lot of people don't know themselves well enough to know that, like, yo, you can't date like you can't hotheads cannot date hotheads. I don't okay. care. Like in any capacity, if you, yeah. if you know you're hothead, why would you want to pursue a man who's also hothead? Mm. You know, that's a good point. Like it's a self awareness. Yeah, you have to be. You know, because I think I think if you, in, let's say in this case you're a hothead and you decide to date someone that's a hothead, what you're telling me is you enjoy toxicity. Exactly, and I do not. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if you if you can't admit, if you can't even at least admit that. 
then you have a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to admit it first before you realize how the fuck you're going to fix the problem. Right. But um, that's why if you yeah. like that song, it's like you shouldn't brag about like yeah. that. Be, like I heard it and it got PTSD and I haven't listened to it since because I'm yeah. like, fuck, that was that's not let's not normalize. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what Kendrick's doing, unpacking it and being yeah. vulnerable is great. But like yeah. the way people were kind of like, yeah, we've all been there. Like, yeah, no, if you have, no, and if you have, <laughs> it's not good. That you've yeah. Been there. No, not all been there. You crazy. No, that's absolutely not. But even like with the argument and the toxicity, you made a comment saying that in order to be a a man in like a successful relationship, you have to be, what do you say, a mind reader? Okay, hold on. Yeah, get your point because. Well, this is actually a topic that I've been like running on our list like for the last couple episodes, you know, and it started with, I think it was DJ Envy who was doing this thing and he had his wife beside him. It was very red table talkish and he's like, you know, I haven't, I didn't realize that every time we had sex that she wasn't climaxing. And, you know, that's right. it, it was very like, geez, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, that topic was kind of making me think. And, you know, I see these like all these Twitter uh, topics always getting debated. And I just feel like a lot of being a good man or a desirable man or a man that's like, you know, good in a relationship is just being a good mind reader. <laughs> what do you mean by being a good mind reader? Like by when I when I say being a mind reader, I mean doing things that you were not explicitly like commu- like things weren't this wasn't communicated to you. Maybe there was hints or something like that dropped that were very ambiguous that anybody could miss. And I feel like yeah, maybe mind reader is a bit of an like mm-hmm. too much to no, say. I see what you mean though. But I I just feel like and it's so much of like uh the the phrase um they just know, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, dudes just gotta just know. And I feel like so much of that is like just intuition and knowing what she would like or how she would like without ever explicitly being communicated as such, you know? Mm. And that sex thing, I think, is like an example of it because I feel there's all this uh, conversation about the orgasm gap and so many women can't climax. Men don't know how to fucking eat pussy. Men don't know how to please their women properly. Women are not having orgasms. And it's like, okay. I, I, I do think there's probably some niggas out there that are being selfish and not yeah. thinking of, you know, the person they're having sex with and it's something they're doing to that person. But I also think <laughs> that... <laughs> There is a lack what of. What do you also think? I think that there's a lack of communication, and I and I'm thinking, and maybe this is the question I'm asking for something like sex. Um, does it really take away from it that much to explicitly communicate? Oh, I like it like this, or I like something like this. I like it when it's done like this, because I feel like this orgasm gap. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, like I'm waiting for your response. That honestly. this orgasm gap that keeps getting talked about, talked about. Men don't know how to have Are sex. Are you blaming stuff. women for no. the orgasm gap? No, no, I'm not Are you blaming. Blaming black women <laughs> for this. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I'm asking. Here, here's what I'm asking. Is it really like? Does it does it really take away from it that much to like explicitly communicate something like that about sex or anything in like a fucking relationship? I'm trying to think of like other examples where I know like, I know what you're I know what you're saying. Like, answer the question. Do you think it takes away from it? Because I feel like more women would be coming and getting orgasms no. if they were explicitly like no like this because I've had one or two times where a woman was like no like like this like this like this and I think especially with women. All are different sexually. Not every woman likes the same shit. Not everybody climaxes off the same mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So why not communicate about this very upfront and boldly? You know. Yeah. 
my turn now. Do you think it takes away? I don't. Because if it does, then it's like, okay, yeah, then we do need to be mind readers. But like, <laughs> I don't think it takes away. But the thing, and like in my experience, like there are certain things that I've come to like that other men have done that okay. other men maybe not have done yet or don't want to do. So mm. it's like you have to find that balance of finding someone who's like kind of like, this sounds cliche, but like on your sexual wavelength, mm. that's like willing to, the thing is there's communication, yes, and there's execution, right? So yes, I can communicate that I like X, Y, Z, and yes, mm. do it like that, blah, blah, blah. But if you aren't executing it, yeah. Now okay. we're back to square one. I'm not nutting. Very valid point. So this is this is my thing. I think in the context of like mind reader, like men, in order for shit to be super legit, the guy has to be a mind reader. I think that is the result of the guy basically having enough trial and error in his like dating sex life mm-hmm. to know okay, this genuinely works. This right. generally works on most women. From what I've seen, like, it's like building up a case study, right? If okay. I'm putting it that way. Like, no, no, like, like real talk. I like, feel evil for thinking about it. No, no, like, it's, it's, it's going to sound, like, crazy, but You're right, though. because in, like, I would say society has made it where people don't really communicate their needs when it comes to sex for two reasons, like, most men, when they're having sex, they're treating it as something that, how would I say, that they're getting. Yes. They're like, I need to have sex so I can get my nut yes. kind of thing. Most men, when they're having sex with a woman, they're not thinking of like her first. Mm-hmm. And if they did, then they would probably, they themselves, ask questions. Be like, what before you even have, like, what do you... What do you not like? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather know what you don't like before, like, what you do like, because then I know when we're having. Because the most everything is about. This I've com- wanted to com- ask that before. Everything, too. everything is about comfort in the realm of sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. If the woman's not comfortable, like, the sex just straight up is not going to be enjoyable. Oh, for, for anyone, sure. Yeah. Right. So, I need to know what it is that you don't like, so that when we're having sex, it, the moment I do something that you don't like, it's going to fuck up the whole flow. Right. 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 Now, like I said, I do think there's an issue with society not teaching us to just be open with our communication around it. And I'm not putting the blame on women here when I say this. Right? Neither am I. I'm, I'm not putting the blame on, here when, on women when I say this. But one thing I do think, so it's two things. Men don't ask enough questions. They're thinking more about themselves when they're having sex. I think that, I think that women, because you guys yourselves know how to make each other and yourself come because you all have vaginas. Like, hear me I don't out. Know how to, okay. You've never been with another one, but because you have one, like, right, it's, right. it's easier it's, for you to yes, understand the yes. process. I don't think women might be a hot take. I don't think women <laughs> give men enough credit when it comes to like understanding that all y'all are very different. When it comes to orgasm, because I've been with like one woman and like, I'll be with like, let's say I'm dating back to back women. I might try something the next that I know has worked on everyone else, right. and it doesn't work. And I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to explain it to women before. This is why I ask questions because mm. basically the way I, if I was to give an example for what trying to make a girl to come is like that you've never been with, it's like trying to solve a Rubik's cube in the dark. 
Okay. With mittens on. Okay. Right? It is not that hard. No, no. That's, there you go. That's my point. Like, because every, I say base level, every girl is different, right? So it doesn't matter what I knew for the two, three girls before you, right? The moment I run into one girl where none of those things work, yes. now yes. I'm like, I'm starting over. Yes. I'm literally starting over because all of you are different. Mm-hmm. There might be some techniques. There might be some things, some movements that are like, I know work across the board, but every girl is different. Like some girls like literally get off with more like you being more aggressive. Some of you get off with barely like actually putting any pressure, which, and then you're like, what's going on? Like yeah, all of you yeah. are that different. So yeah. I need to ask questions. It's either we're that yeah, I'm going to say one or two things and women might get on me. It's either, yes, we are that different or women are some motherfucking liars. No, you guys are, you guys are very different. You guys are very different. And then the other thing, too, is like in the this, when he's talking about like communication aspects, like how do I say this? When, when, as a guy, when I'm having sex, when we're having sex, I'm doing everything in my power, like in my brain to go away from coming. Yeah. Because it's yeah, for I, you. I, I, yes, I, because it's. Bro, it's too easy to make a guy come. Like, right. it's, it's too easy. That, that too, because I feel like... Hold on, but whereas with women, like, you guys are doing everything to run towards it. and because yes. Yeah, and because there's, like, not enough communication socially, like, it's just not society where we're like, we should be communicating these things. How many times, like, guys will be doing things to you while you're having sex, and he's on his way there... Like you're on you're on the way to getting there, and then he just does something different. Like he, it's like he's walking the right way, and all of a sudden he's got ADHD and like turns, <laughs> turns left and goes left. And you're like, "Where are you going?" Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It, I would just be happier in those situations. Someone's like, "No, no, 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 do that." Yeah. Then yeah. I know for life. Then I know for moving, life. Yeah, because then you know moving forward, this is what she likes. Yeah, yeah. This is what she likes. She's different than this one, but I know what she likes. Which this is what she likes. Mm. Right? And you need to communicate that because otherwise you're not going to get what you want like all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you, ha- you need to be getting what you want all the time when it comes to sex. You That's have to. True. You have to every single time. So it's like, why not, why, not tell, why not tell the nigga like, hey, just do this. And if the guy like doesn't react in a good way to that, that's a red flag, in my opinion. Mm, like if okay. if a guy's if a guy's asking, you're then you know like okay, you're in a good spot. Mm-hmm. But if you tell someone and they're just they get kind of like offended or whatever, yeah, yeah, that's like an ego thing. Get over mm-hmm. it. Like everyone's different. Yeah, you know. So that's my take on it. I feel like in order to be a guy who does who does have good dick, you have to be a little bit of a mind reader. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And what he described it as is uh, that comes from trial and error. The trial and error. It comes yeah. from trial and error. Like yeah. I, like the only way you know, Being a whore. But I've always said I yeah. do like a seasoned, clean. You want STD free whore. You want yes. You want a seasoned, clean STD STD free whore. Yeah. Who's now settled down? Yes. That's what you want. Hundred percent out of his whole phase because he's yeah. got like yeah he got the whole phase out the way but he's. He's got the reps he's under got the belt. The he's enough trial and error. Enough trial and error. Now, if you if you deal with a hoe that like does not know what he's doing in bed, yeah. then if, yeah, and we got a different problem. 100%. Here. We got a big problem here. But I, I think you outlined it very well too. Like I, I think when a woman gives a guy head and makes him come or something, she could make every guy like you know. Once you figure that out, like 
we're not all unique, different Rubik's cubes. That's not true. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. So every guy. No. Absolutely. So other guys, you gotta like kind of figure them out to be able to. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, I've never I, heard that. So. I think. I think. I think. When it comes that's to giving ha- head, for sure. I don't think every okay. guy, okay, for so, sure, so, like okay. likes okay. the same thing when it comes to giving. Yes, head. I think. Hmm. Okay. I think. I think, <laughs> I, I think with that, this is interesting. This is interesting. I think. I think with the head thing. <laughs> I said hmm because I think with the head thing. Yeah, like I think. Uh, I don't know because you, you, she's right. Like I know the difference between great head and bad head. Yeah, for sure. Right, and I think women know the exact same difference. Right, when you yeah. get it too. I just think that. There's a lot more going on with women that leads up to you guys having an orgasm. Whereas with guys, like, there's really not much you got to, like, attack. You know what I mean? Like, so if the guy's, like, not, if it's not happening, it's, like, one of two things. It's either, like, like you're really bad, like, you're really bad, or he's mentally, like, just not even there. Mm. And that if might, he doesn't come from head? No, just... No, I don't want to say just from head, but oh. like, I don't know. Like, we t- I've talked about some previous podcasts. Like, I think it would shock women to know that like dudes fake orgasms too. Yep. Which I think is crazy. And like, <laughs> literally, it happens, for, <laughs> it's happens for two reasons in my life. It's like, oh, you faked orgasms? Yeah. Mm. Shut up. Will you do spit on her back? No, bro. Oh. I'm wearing a condom. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. It's easy to fake if you're wearing a condom. That's crazy. That's nuts. Holy shit. I've heard niggas do that. That's, That's like, that fucking, fucking nuts. That's, That's too crazy. much dedication to the craft. I'm not doing that. That's too much. But, like, if you're wearing a condom, it's mad easy. You just don't take it off. You just say that you're dead. But, like, usually... It's but aren't for, you still hard? It's for two reasons. Let me explain. One, if you're drunk... If you're drunk... Yeah. By that point, you what do they call it? Whiskey dick? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, like, kind of easy to conceal. And the other is if, like, literally you're just... <laughs> like too tired like mm. you've been fucking for too long like it's not going anywhere mm. or you could be on like some crazy some medication yeah you be on something stuff. like so, mm. sometimes like you literally want to and you just like li- you just can't like physically you can't mm. and i think that's like wild for like women to but understand. i also heard yeah. that yeah. guys don't like guys don't come every time they have sex which i think is like what that's but, true too yeah 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 i'm like is that even fun for you yeah Coming, you mean like like actually come? Or yeah, like, like some guys so like they might just like not come that time. To me, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But some guys are like, no, that's actually that's but that's then, okay. So if you ever had sex and not nutted and it was that's good. what I'm saying. So like me, it might be quote unquote fun, but I feel like it's not like you didn't like you didn't like achieve what was the purpose yeah. of having sex. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. it's weird. It's like weird. Sex is weird. Have fucking conversations about it. Like <laughs> you fucking someone literally ask be like, yo. This is what I like. Yeah. What do you like? But this is what I like. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what it is. I think all, like, sex in general just be more enjoyable if and I also men think, ask more. Yeah, like, I also and, think yeah. that all women think that they have amazing pussy yep. or, like, the best pussy in the world, which is, like, I don't know. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> just not, like, a boss. No. What do you mean, no? No. No, it, what? It wouldn't not up. No, it's just not. It's not <laughs> factually not true. <laughs> It's fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, you crazy? Like, what are you talking about? That's factually not true. Like, the best pussy in the world. <laughs> you know how many in people, the world? You know how people are there in the world? Are you crazy? 
You know, more you know women crazy? Than men. I'm confident. I'm confident in my shit. There's no way I'm saying I got the best dick in the world. You crazy? Okay, people think they have like the best like pussy, like or like you know they have like or even not the best, but they have really good pussy. I feel like every woman thinks they have really good pussy. Okay, but this goes back to that tweet. Yo, <laughs> I pull, I found this tweet earlier that I pulled up. This girl basically, I'm paraphrasing, was basically saying that she believes like men shouldn't have to tell you. That you have good pussy, it should just speak for themselves. So she she feels that when they're saying this to you, they're lying, and everyone was flaming her because they're just like, you're basically telling everyone right now that your pussy's trash, <laughs> like your pussy engine light is on right now. That's what that's what she's that's, what she's, oh that's what she's telling the world, and I'm just like, no, it's just fat, it's just factually not true. Like, yeah, people, are, you know the difference between great and bad. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But do guys lie when they like? Have you ever told a woman that she has good pussy? Yeah, I have. Did you lie? No, I didn't. Like, cause and I was also like, dating these women. Prompted? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever said like, yo, like, did you actually, yo, you have really good pussy? That's or, a like, devious lie. Have you? Okay, the think of the girl, the best girl you have, se- you've had sex with. Yeah, yeah. Have you told her, yo, you're the best woman I've had sex with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have, I have, I sure up have. You I should been, have. I, I, no, I straight up have. Oh, I've been in her ear t- telling her this. <laughs> Best shit ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I'm in that. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. I'm vocal. I'm you telling you. But you're you only saying it to the best pussy, not every yes, pussy. Best, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm saying it every time, but here's the thing. So you are saying it every time. No, no, no. I'm not saying it every time, but the best pussy always changes. What do you mean? This is true. It changes. The best pussy, when I was like 20, up until that point, the pussy was the best pussy that I had. This is a wild sound bite, by the way. But that was the best. <laughs> but that was the best one that I had. And then as I got older in life, it changed. Okay. That's like saying like pussies get dethroned out here, you know? Oh. It gets okay. dethroned, just like ball players. Oh, <laughs> oh LeBron like, was the best player in the league. Now it's Giannis. Like it's different. It ha- like it, name of the it's the game. I don't make the rules. There isn't the same MVP the every year. I don't make the rules. I have a question though. Like I've I've seen I saw it on TikTok talking about the difference between um what does this girl say? She's like, you don't want there's like big dick and then there's boyfriend dick. And she was explaining the difference between the two. She's like, you don't want the big dick like every every day, every day. The boyfriend dick is like the pl- one, yeah. is like the one you want every day. Now, okay. I th- now I think that it could be problematic, but let, let me let me hear your take on this. To me, it's like I need big boyfriend dick. Yeah, you yeah, yes. Yeah, but like there's I think some women think boyfriend dick is like five, six inches. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like, that is not doing much. Yeah. For me, at mm-hmm. least. So big boyfriend dick is like seven to eight. Okay. Uh, eight might be a little pushing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah, no, I'll take my seven. I'm just seven to eight. Mm. When you start getting like the nines and the tens, I'm not having fun. So I don't understand when yeah. it's like really, really like abnormally big dick. It's like okay, yeah, this I is think, literally it, not fun. And it's all subjective, right? Like it's also yeah, for sure. Yeah. At least for me, because like there's a point depending on the woman. Like some mm. women can take like seven, eight with no problem. Some mm. women can't take like more than like six, right? Yeah. It depends on your yeah. body makeup and your vagina. But there's definitely a point where it's like, yo, like this is, it's actually painful. Like no mm. matter yeah. what he does. Yeah, it's not comfortable. His body's just not clicking with my body. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not comfortable. It's, it's not comfortable. Comfort, right? yeah. yeah. So I do understand. But the thing is, but the boyfriend dick is subjective because mm. boyfriend dick to you is different. Yeah. Your little five inch, I shouldn't say little five inches. Mm. Your five inches yeah. boyfriend is not dick that I want to be on every day. Fair enough. My boyfriend dick mm. could be like seven, yeah. eight. Yeah. Half if I'm feeling fun, fun. Just the, the concept of it makes sense, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, does. it does. Yeah. It does. Niggas it does. Niggas aren't ready for this concept. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? But I also don't, some girls like or like. Oh, size doesn't matter. I wholeheartedly do not believe that. It matters, yo. Oh, okay. Yes, okay like yeah, some women yeah. were like, oh, it's, it's the motion of the ocean, not the size of the boat. No, because yeah. the size of the boat got to make the ocean go a little bit. How are you gonna rock the boat? If this, the boat is tiny, how, how are you gonna create the waves? Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Okay, I get like, it. come I get on, it. goes I like it. I hate when girls like, ah, oh, the, the size don't matter. It does, it does. Because <laughs> the thing is, with sex from a woman, you always want a little bit of shock factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always want that first, like, <gasps> but then you're good. <laughs> I've seen no, I've seen the tweet where it's like, if you put it in and she doesn't go, and she don't flip, kill yourself, nigga. No. Okay, don't kill yourself. <laughs> not kill you. That's what the tweet said. I'm not suggesting. Oh my days, you know. bro. Oh my days. <laughs> I, I would, I'm paraphrasing I know, what yeah, I said. Yeah. So well. I don't think it's that drastic, but I do agree. You have to have that quick, like, shock. Yeah. And then it gets more comfortable. But you oh. need to have that, like, 0.5 seconds of ah. Like, fear is what you're saying. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, fear. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be a fear factor. For sure. If it just slides in, you're like, so um, so what time is it? Then it's like, all right, yo. Fair enough. Okay. You have to have that. And when like the size doesn't matter, yes, it does. If you don't have that shock factor, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I felt like this this came from this started, this whole even that TikTok started from the it's perfect compliment. Mm. What's perfect? Girl women would be like, Oh, your dick's perfect because it's not oh, for sure. it's not too big. And I've I'm, seen I, I've definitely yeah. had perfect size pants. And that's why I'm yeah. saying niggas are not ready for that. Yeah. For their dick not to be perfect. To hear that, like to hear that, oh, your dick is so good because it's not too big. Oh, um, but I mean, that's not a, but like I said, it depends on the woman. But, I, but to your point, it's, it's, it goes back to like the whole ego thing. That's what I'm saying. Like if men's you, egos yeah. aren't ready for the conversation. Because yeah. <laughs> they, need, they need to be okay with, like, I think a lot of that, like most men need to be okay with fully understanding that your girl, whichever girl you're fucking with has Probably been with someone that's got a bigger dick than you. Right. They don't want to hear that, though. They don't want to hear it. You shouldn't be telling me that either. You shouldn't be telling me that unprompted. But like, But let me... But, but let juring, me... But you know? let me... But let me, like, just know that myself and okay. keep it moving. Like, I might be... Like, I might be that person to someone else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then someone else might be that to me. Like, it's, it is what it is. It's a vicious cycle. The best always changes. Remember, it gets dethroned. Yeah. Like you said, it changes. I'm LeBron somewhere. <laughs> I'm the best player in the league somewhere. You might be. I mean, there's someone right now, like, he's, like, looking at me like, ah, oh, that was the best. And there's someone else looking at me like, I hate that dude. I hate him. It's the game. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, for every, what's the, what's the, what's the, Quote, um, for every, like, beautiful woman out there, there's some nigga tired of her shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it goes both ways. Like, it just is what it is. That's fair. It is what it is. Gonna, just charge it to the game. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I've been told I had the best pussy you ever had. Hey, man. <laughs> I hope thing. it's still active. Do your thing. I'll consult with the male caucus. <laughs> And see if they put that in the, the ledger, you know? Like, Let's see if you're... I hope I have not been dethroned. 
Zozo that would be devastating to find out you were dethroned. Eh? <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to know. Yeah, don't let me know. Like, yeah, don't let me know. And that's like, what the perfect comment is. Oh, yeah, I've don't let me know. Thrown. Yeah, I definitely don't want to know. Don't let me know. Don't let me know. I, I think you're lying at some point. Like, let me know. But you know, I feel like so. If you're, I feel like it's fine to tell your man if you've had bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if you doesn't mean it was better. It was yeah. Just bigger. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's not. That shouldn't be taken personally. But that's what I'm saying. Like, don't. Don't tell me I'm prompted. Like, it's going to come up in a conversation where we're talking about, like, different shit. Let me ask you that question. So she can't just be like, oh, so, by the way. There's no, there's no way you can go about it without it even being funny. You know, like. Yeah, to, like to, it's, to it's ego, a very like, sensitive topic. Like, you can't, you can't be, like, mid Like, you can't be talking about, like, sexual shit and be like, you know, like. Yeah, like, I've had bigger dick than yours, but, you know, like, what? Like, you just said that real casual, like, my dick ain't shit. Like, that's not what she said, though. I, she no, just said she's had bigger. She's like, I have, I've had bigger dick than you. Like, yeah. I have bigger dick than you. The first thing you say, this is what it's going to happen. You say that to any man. Say, I've had, uh, yeah, you know, I've had bigger dick than you. Every man is immediately going to do this. He's going to look down at his dick real quick through his pants and be like, whoa, like, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Just take note of it. Moving forward in your life, take note. Watch what he does. This ego conflict is also why men are opposed to toys in the bedroom. Some men. Some men, yeah. Yeah, yeah but men are art. Like, you can't be competing with plastic. Like, come on. Like, you can't compete. Up. You can't compete. Like, that's the thing, though. It's the ego thing. I know that I'm I can't compete with, with a machine. Can't compete with a <laughs> pussy pulverizer. <laughs> I know this. Like, I know that. that I cannot compete with a machine. I accept that. You know, because this thing was designed to do things that I can't. And I get mean, you. You can. No, no, no. It can't. It, it's designed to get you to a point from point A to point B quicker than I can. Let's put it that way. <laughs> quicker than I. I like this thing needs no warm up. That's what I'm saying. Rose puts there's thirty points play. up, no problem. The rose, you can't, you can't yeah. compete with the rose. You know, there's like foreplay on my end. You're not having foreplay with your fucking rose. You crazy? You take that out. You're like, you know what time it is? Let's go sleep in two minutes. <laughs> you're laughing because you know that I'm telling facts. Yo, the thing is, and I know a lot of women are listening, being like, just. <laughs> 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 like, ah, he, ah, seen, he might be right. <laughs> like, well, he does have some truth. Yeah, some I've truth. seen so many men on social media see like women post like, "Oh, this got a new button." They're like, "Yo, how do we keep peeped? Like, how do we compete with these things that you women be using?" It's stone. It's not comp- competition. It's, it's your not, teammates. They're like, yeah, they're te- men are teammates. literally upset. Like, yo, like, how are we supposed to make y'all come if y'all have these? 22 setting vibrators. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you got to learn how to play with LeBron, you know, figure out, you know, like I'm going to be the role player in that situation. Yeah, you know, glorified role player. I'll be Draymond Green. Steph, make sure you get open. So what if a girl only comes while she has the vibrator with you? Would you be offended? Nah, I don't think so. Really? Nah, I don't don't think I would. But once again, it's all time. She nuts if the vibrator is there. Once again, I don't think I'd be offended. But once again, it's all about context. (laughs) Like if every time, like if let's say we're having sex and she does one of these, like, 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 like pass me that, like pass me that. After a while, I'm going to be like, yo, that's crazy. That's that's like the the most extreme. Like she, she's doing one of these. That means she's basically saying, I'm t- like, bro, yeah, you're, not, you're, you're not, not doing your thing. But if we're doing like foreplay, like everything is coming yeah, in, yeah. like, and I reach for it, like I take it and add it in. I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not mad at it, but everything is within context, though. That's all I'm trying to say. 
You know, everything's within context. Hey, I'm, I'm old enough now to understand these things. It's all within nah, context. Context. You know? Now that you're 30. Now I'm 30. Context. Like, it's, it's no different than imagine, imagine the only time a guy could come with you is if, like, it was, it was only from Baca's. Only, like, strictly only. That made me feel bad. After a while, you're going to be like... I can't look at your face he, and Can you think I'm not looking yeah, at you? Yeah, like, yeah, what, what's yeah. going on? Like, like, what's he thinking about if he can't see my face? Yeah. But it's context, though, right? Like, what if, you're, what if you're, like, going through all the motions? You go through boxes, then you go back to missionary, then you go back to... Like, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, context. Yeah. <laughs> context. Context. That's the word of the day. If if he's having sex with you, at some point, he looks at you and he's like, no, no, turn over right now. Like, <laughs> like, you trying you try to rush it? Like... Context, so context. That's not a good spot to be in either. No, if you need her to. <laughs> hey yo, context. There's no way. Oh. But speaking of being in your thirties, mm. uh, recently there is discourse about women having kids in like it was like the women who had kids in their twenties versus the women who want to have kids in their thirties or had yeah. kids in their thirties, and the women who had kids in their twenties are saying, you know, like. They don't understand why women in their 30s don't want kids earlier because mm. by the time you're 30, well, you have the energy or like the yeah. the the capacity to like, you know, run around and, you know, be mm. an active parent, which I think isn't fair. And I'm also seeing women like I'm also tired of seeing women like judge or shame other women for yeah, like choosing yeah. when they want to have kids, whether it's older or later. I don't, know if I, said, I don't know if I said this before on the podcast, but I have a cousin who had her first son. She was like 43. Mm, OK. Yeah. She had her first child. Yeah. I'm sure I don't think she'll have any more, but mm. yeah. So it's like, and I'm sure like she loves her child. Like mm. he's like the apple of her eye, yeah. the everything she's ever everything, had. Yeah. And she's a very, very, very amazing mother mm. at 43, you know, in her early to mid forties. So it's like, I don't understand. I feel like age is also like a concept. You know what I mean? Like it's a very, it's a that. mind yeah. thing. Right. So I think, I also don't think her 30 is that old to have kids. Yeah. And it's also, it's hard from a medical perspective. Cause they say that, any pregnancy over the age of what, like thirty five or thirty six, is considered a geriatric pregnancy. Which is like a wild term to call. I it. really think the fact that they call it geriatric, geriatric is, nuts. is yeah. Kind geriatric of is fucking elderly. That's nuts. It's actually crazy that they call it using yeah. geriatric. Yeah, heavy word. Yeah. geriatric care. You know, when the old people in the hospital, like it's nuts. That they yeah. call it that. So I think it's also crazy. Yeah, I think that's also like that pressures women to. Oh my god, I don't want to have a geriatric pregnancy, or mm. I don't want to have kids too old because I'm gonna have a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. But it's like. I, I don't think 30s old at all to start no, having kids. I don't like look and I'm speaking from the perspective of a man, right? So it's it's going to be different, but I think I I know plenty of women that have had children into their late 30s, mm. mid 30s, early 30s, whatever. I think a lot of it is context, right? Like like truly because how are you going to how are you going to tell a woman who's 30, how are you going to put this pressure on her about having kids at that age or into her 30s and be like, ah, it's like more dangerous for you, blah, 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 blah. But she's in like good shape. Yeah, exactly. Like, how are you going to say that to her versus like, you're the one saying and you're not in good shape. Like, right. there's so many factors that play here. Right? Yeah. So I just, I, I, I don't know. I think people need to just kind of like really, truly reevaluate what it is that they want. Yeah. And then be honest with like timelines here. Yeah, and I also feel like women in their 20s, okay, they might be in better shape yeah. because they're younger, younger. but yeah. you're mentally, no. like, are you mentally there That's to be said, yeah. a parent? No. I know mentally I am not there to be a parent right now. 
So, no way in hell. Yo, and it, like this goes physically, I definitely could. I could run around with kids yeah, all day. Yeah, but mentally, hell bro, no. Bro, and like it, it, this leads to like another topic. It still relates, but the whole dating older, dating younger, thing, mm-hmm. right? And so, growing up, I mentioned before you had. Uh, like when I was younger, I heard a lot of women say, oh, I want to have kids before like 28 or like 25 or whatever. Right. That was and, me. And you, as you get older, you realize like how wild that timeline is. Mm-hmm. But let's just, let's just say that was the case, right? You have a child when you're 25. I would say most likely you're not having a child at the age of 25 with a guy that is also your age. In a lot of cases, he might mm-hmm. be older than you. I'm not saying significantly older, a right. couple years older. Now, the problem is, to your point, like you said, one, are you, like, there mentally, like, mature level to have a child at that age? Mm-hmm. Then also presents this weird dynamic where the guy you might be dating, because he's older than you, it doesn't even mean that he's more mature. Like, because we know that women mature at a younger age, but I think when it comes to the mental maturity thing, I don't think that, I don't think, like you said, I, I don't think it's necessarily related to age to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think that's more so related to life experiences and things that you've been through. Right. So how are you going to have a kid, man or woman, when you're younger, when you just actually like haven't seen, done, experienced certain shit, but you want me to raise like this kid mm-hmm. and I don't know certain things. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, it's just a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I remember hearing people in high school saying, I want to have a kid by this time. Then you're like, oh, I'm actually wild for thinking that. Yeah. I wanted kids by like 25, 26. And me literally turning 26 in like two months, I'm like, ain't no fucking way. No, it's it's, it's wild. (laughs) Like, ain't no way. Yeah. I don't think people realize how young 25 and 26, even 30, like still is. It's young. We're not our parents' generation. Yeah. It's not the same. Like, I also do think, though... As a guy, I don't know if you think this way, but I think for a lot of men, ha- well, I think it applies to women too, but I think for a lot of men, having kids is, aside from do you love this woman, do you want to have kids with her, a lot of it is predicated on financials, mm-hmm. right? So I would argue that a lot more men would have kids younger if they were in a very good financial situation. Mm. Hence why you see, like, professional athletes who are young have kids. Because, right. like, the, mo- the money's not an issue. Right. Like, the first thing I'm thinking of when it comes to having kids is, can I take care of the kid? And can my wife, like, or girl not have to do much? Mm-hmm. She's fucking going to be carrying a kid. Like, I don't right. want her doing shit. Like, she can do shit if she wants to. I'm not trying to be, like, mm-hmm. you know, crazy patriarchy shit. But, like... That's it's like this weird, um, I don't know what the word is. Um, weird dynamic, not a weird dynamic, but it, it's like this weird intrinsic shit, like nature thing mm-hmm. like, that men and women have. Like they say, women are more fraternal, men are like more protective, whatever it is. But like yeah. providers. providers, right? Even though women can provide for themselves in a lot of cases, it's just the idea of having a kid. The first thing that comes to my mind is how can I make sure that my girl and the kid don't have to do shit for a while, like right. for a long time. Because as a man, I guess, like, quote, like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's like I've been fed that all my life. So a lot of this is predicated on financials. If I was loaded at a younger age, I might have already had a kid. Or someone that I've, like, really loved. I might have already had a kid. And think about it, too. Like, our parents were having kids a lot younger. 
when they were in their when they were 25 26 you could like be a plumber and like get a four bedroom house and like afford yeah. that shit you know it's very different. so it's like mm-hmm. the 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 cost of living and the times that we're living in now as opposed to when our parents were like you could get away with that super, yeah. super different like, super different yeah, you could struggle and still, still make a, a good decent life you know here if you're not making all that money and everything you don't have it like that you're gonna struggle it's gonna be hard yeah and like i said different time we just got covid monkeypox is spreading uh, <laughs> fucking monkeypox bro oh my god we'll end it there when is it gonna end? When is it gonna end? Monkey pox? Shit sounds so scary, bro. I just want to say that shit sounds racist as it's well. A, monkey pox? Racist. Well, I mean, they said it came from monkeys. Let like me cat. Let me cash some show images of monkey pox on one black person. Well, then, then are, I have a problem. Now they I have a are problem. showing it on black people. Actually, yeah, there was. A, I think I don't know what publication showed it on black people, but there was someone. T- <laughs> monkey Yo. pox. Yo. Someone did tweet a optics. Thing. Context. So, context. You you expect me to be sitting at home scrolling through Twitter, IG. I'm supposed to see an image of a black man pop up with monkey pox. And they bold letters, they say monkey pox. And I'm supposed to think, so, yo, some racist shit? Yeah, no. Optics, bro. That Show me some optics. fucking people from Latvia from first with it. Representation. So remember what I said earlier on. You gotta show diseased white Fucking people. Fucking cancel too. me. I don't care. <laughs> the internet's not a real place. They can't come after me. Okay. Wait, uh, what's it called? They want someone. Did, I don't think it was. I don't know if it's actually monkeypox, but someone did post a white man. <laughs> every time I think you gotta of this, show the image. Every time I'll, I'll put it up. Okay. I think of this tweet. I scream. But <laughs> someone showed a picture of a white man who allegedly had monkeypox, <laughs> and this nigga said that we have to. We have to kill this man. We have to kill this man or we're all going to die from monkeypox. So we got to terminate this nigga now. Yo, it looked rough. It it looked rough. I have tears. They said they have to terminate the nigga with monkeypox. But low-key is worse because I kind of agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's because you, you know, it's... I cannot catch that shit. <laughs> I know myself. If I catch that shit, nah, yo, I can't. Listen, yo, listen. I have to say, as a black person, <laughs> the reason your reaction to this is so warranted and super wild yeah. is because we know how it is as black people when you leave the crib and like your skin looks a little ashy. Yo, and like yo, holy you. Shit. <laughs> And you, you have, like, eczema, oh which is a condition. You know, you have Yo. eczema, and you're going up, like, other black kids. Like, oh, like, why are you so ashy? Like, yeah. they're, like, make fun of you kind of thing. <laughs> Monkey pox, that image I saw is, like, I don't, e- I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what would happen. You know how, you know, you especially know how older black people are. Like, yeah. they might not even know what it is that you have first. They see you with that. <laughs> you... You, you might need to just go back to the. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Think of your grandmother. Think of like, yeah. Yeah. What? What? So we got monkey. What did that your face? Just that alone, like, cuts deep. What is that on your face? It's yeah. something I can't control. Uh, You're stressing me out. Yo, I fuck. Oh, I don't like, want this monkey pox shit. To yo, happen. someone's. Yeah. 
Someone said they go in the back seat tomorrow. He will drink it. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Yo, yo. Sorry, relentless. All I know is that if that. If they announce monkeypox as a fucking pandemic, y'all will never fucking see me. This podcast is going remote. This podcast done, not remote. <laughs> done. We are done with this. Y'all will never see me again. That is one virus. I, I cannot get that shit. I will not be okay. I will never be the same mentally, physically. I'll be fucked up for the rest of my life. I cannot get it. Everyone, but they say it's just like it can go away on its own. Like it doesn't really need treat. That's what they. I read. They're saying it's an STD right now. That's definitely it's false. Not, it has to. Bro, yeah, that's bro. a rhetoric they need to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah yo, you're but, crying. Yo, for real, because I don't think you guys understand. Like, if the, the day I hear the the fucking there's cases counts in Toronto, you're like, no. Nah. Once I see, see case counts, doing a press conference, or I hear the purge, <laughs> and they announce monkeypox is a fucking pandemic. I promise you guys will never fucking bro. see me. Remember the other day when we got the. Uh, amber alert about yeah. the storm. Oh, I wasn't even here for that. I was in DC. Oh, bro, if, we, if I get an amber alert and it says monkey, monkey pox, holy shit, yo, I'm in my crib, bro. Doug, like, I'm in the basement. I'm in my crib, locked not, up. No one is seeing me ever. I'm buying a treadmill for my dog. That's what she's getting to walk. That's what she's doing. <laughs> my you think, dog's like, you're going outside for real. <laughs> you think I'm joking? Like, that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, my god, <laughs> monkey pox. That's not a joke, yo. Monkey pox, bro. <laughs> Sounds scary and Monkey racist and pox. <laughs> what are we talking about? It looks like... Uh, did you ever watch Game of Thrones? No. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. There was some shit called grayscale. These niggas would get... Oh, literally, really? it, was, it was like scales. That's what that oh, shit looked like to me. Oh, God. That's what it looked like. It looked scaly. I'm like, no, yo, bro. All I know is, like I said, people... Have been, but apparently, if you're vaccinated against smallpox... Or a chicken pox, like mm. you can't get it. Yo, let me get a, a booster of yeah. that, man, bro. But I, I was vaccinated against chicken pox. Yeah, my mom was a vaccination queen. My mom yeah. vaccinated yeah. us for fucking everything. Yeah. And I had the chicken pox vaccine when I was like mm. two, so I never had chicken pox. So yeah. I think I might be okay, but I still don't want that mm. shit around me. Yeah. No, I feel you. Respectfully. Do I, not I agree, bring I, that shit here. I agree with the guy, though. Hey, man. You're not with too. I be, gotta terminate this nigga now. Terminate him. Give me a Gatorade ball of this vaccine. I'll drink it tomorrow. <laughs> Monkeypox vaccine. I'll take that shit tomorrow. Yo, you hear how it started too? Like, like a bunch of lab monkeys that were being tested on. Like the the, the car broke down and shit. And then I like know. a woman hear. came into contact with one of the monkeys that came loose, no, and she bro. was one of the ground zero people with monkeypox. No. No. I read that. I don't know if it's true. We, but like we, we've been like we've seen too many movies and shit. To, like okay, let's just take that scenario. You're ground zero patient. Monkey like I don't know runs up in your face and sneezes in, in your face or some shit. Jesus, fuck <laughs> you. If you're my friend, right, and that happened to you, and you like can't even like, yo, some wild shit just happened, like blah blah blah, and it's monkey, like monkeys everywhere, shit sneezes in my face, I would literally lose my shit, because I'd be like, have you not seen like any pandemic? Yeah. Why are you here? You probably yeah. have some shit. Yeah, like get the fuck away from me. You crazy? I don't care. You be my best friend. Yeah, get away from me. Leave. A monkey just sneezed in my face. Monkey sneezed in my oh face because that's how they probably they touch me. So come on, tomorrow. If one of your friends says to you, "Yo, like I was out of the I was in Toronto and I saw a monkey," I'd be like, "Go home. Yeah, go home. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Yeah. I'm not risking shit. Nah, I'm sorry. What is a monkey that. doing in Toronto? That go home. No, not risking it. That's a great way to end the podcast. I'm crying. Yeah, so you gotta terminate this nigga now. 
Now I'm pissed that I, I laughed so hard Expeditiously And That's I low-key agreed I'm like yeah That nigga gotta go I'm glad you said it I'm glad when you were like Low-key I'm upset Because I kind of agree I agree <laughs> I was like I, I agree He gotta go One gotta go to save the rest of us For real One gotta go Because this shit cannot spread No, nah, can't spread I think can't. we'll be okay though can't I honestly think we'll we be We just okay. got Carabana back We can't fucking risk this Yo though. Imagine Monkeypox Don't even talk that shit to existence yeah. yo That shit's dead Yeah don't talk about it but regardless, Top Boy, thank you for coming. Thank you for having this me. This has been great. Yeah, thank you for having Good me. Good episode. Fuck Jasor. Just kidding. I'm like, fuck Jasor for going on vacation. Nah, he'll be back. He's going to post that little soundbite on his <laughs> He literally is. Nah, he'll be back on next episode and we'll get back to the bullshit. Whoever says I talked to uh, my co host disrespectfully. Mm. Suck my dick, bro. Yeah. These are these are my like, these are my friends in yeah, real it's not life. True. It's not People true. literally forget like we are friends mm. outside of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like I talk to all mm. my friends this aggressive. Yeah. Women, so you gotta be more respectful. She gotta leave with the, it's all men saying this. She gotta leave with the example if she mm. wants black men to be No, nah, fuck that. I don't these are my niggas, bro. I just it's like funny. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, you got a loud voice. Yeah. Like that's For funny. Sure. Like, Yo, oh, these this. are my at the end of the day, and some people are right. People in the comments are like you guys not forget like hello they're friends like you guys are, i'm not been yeah. here since day one uh they've been friends for well, like someone years comment that you and you and Trisha are siblings so, like are you are people they siblings? think we're siblings people think we're dating yeah people think he has a crush on me yeah no i'm kidding <laughs> but yeah disrespect mm. just i was gonna come back with the fucking vengeance but but yeah Crazy. Been a good episode yeah, we'll back. podcast okay. party buy your tickets Come out for what? June 4th. Mm. Yes. Come out June 4th. And Steph Curry is getting his fourth ring. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah. Facts. Definitely will. That's yeah. right. But yeah, this has been the Relentless Diaries episode. Is this 10? Yeah. Episode 10. Almost at 50 episodes in total. I know. Yes. I'm your host, Big Zo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you close it out. Relentless. Top boy in this shit. I'm so international. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good drop. That you can, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You know, you're very creative. That was very, creative. very creative. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.